Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to an episode of Mantu Pod, the Spoken Podcast, brought to you by Brahma and John. How's everyone doing? This is your favorite podcast where we discuss all things faith, friends, family, finance, all the F words and all the other words in alphabet two. I'm your host, Sada, and today we'll be doing things a little bit differently. So we're going to be doing a Ramadan relay, and the way it's going to work is that we're each going to record a portion of the episode separately, then pass it on to the next person in, in the relay. So we hope you enjoy it. So following me will be Nina, who'll be answering the questions that I've set. So let's get into it. My first question is the, about the Quran. So I'll be keeping up with it. I'll be reading it. I have a feelings towards the Quran changed, developed, shifted in any way this month. Second question would be, did you have Ramadan goals? And if so, how they're going? If not, why not? And then my third question is, as Ramadan comes to an end, what would you like to continue moving forward? So I'll answer them first. So first of all, the Quran, I have definitely been keeping up with it, I think better than I had done previously or in previous years. Um, I've been really enjoying reading it because I think this year, I don't know what it is, I'm reading it better, like more fluently. I think you get to a point where you know you can read the Quran, right? But then this year, I don't know, something's in the air, something's in the water, I don't know. I'm just reading like, wow. But like definitely reading a lot better and I would have expected myself to read a lot worse because I hadn't necessarily been reading as much Quran prior to Ramadan. So I just picked the book up and I just started reading like this is my book. And I guess it is it is our book, right? It's something that we're supposed to be reading regularly and drawing from. And I think also this year I'm really liking how I'm actually reading it and like I'm picking up words and I'm like wow I know what's going on right here right now and it's just it's just so fulfilling being able to like know or have an understanding of what's going on and I can't even tell you why that this is the case I'm just gonna say alhamdulillah I can, I can say that I'm appreciating the Quran more so than I have done previously and in previous years so that's great and I I'm really happy with it to be honest today to be fair I'm, I'm behind but it's okay because I know I'm going to be able to pick myself up over the next couple of days. And I think that's another thing that I know in the previous years when I've told myself I want to read the Quran and then I get behind. I haven't been able to pick myself back up and like catch up. But I know the other day I was behind and then I read so much and I was like, wow, Sada, you go girl. So I have, I have faith that I'm going to do it again. Inshallah, I will do it. And I see myself finishing before that was the plan anyway to finish before the end of the month and so that the last like couple nights the last few nights I'll just be just vibing reading whatever um I want to as opposed to like just trying to finish and I also feel like with the whole reading and reading fluently thing I think it's very common and very popular for people to read and kind of like time they're reading and like know how quickly they are and I think I definitely do it too I've been able to be like okay I can read this page in like two minutes ish if it's a good page it's not so good maybe three I don't think four so I think that's fairly good right maybe I don't know but um I also have to remember and I think maybe I should tell people this and share my idea that it's not about the speed in which you're reading the page at the end of the day the Quran is for us to to learn from, from, to derive from, for us to appreciate, for us to be elevated via. And so I can read it really quickly and then it do nothing to my head and my heart. Or I can read it slower, which is, I guess, my deal, and actually have it have an effect on me. Um, so I'm trying not to be someone who wants to read it in like 30 seconds, like read a page in 30 seconds and then have it have, have no effect on me. Um, but at the same time, you want to be able to read fluently. Like, it would be lovely to read the Quran, the way I can read an English book, right? But then I read an English book or book in the English language and I'm able to process what's going on. And so, yeah, one day, inshallah, like one day I'll be able to do it. Um, and that's me and my Quran. I've definitely, I think I, I've, I've loved the book for a while. I genuinely loved the Quran for a while, but I think this month I've remembered why I love the book. Like it's just so it's just so it is a miracle like isn't it like it's just and then you'll be reading and then you're like okay this is going on this is going on and then sometimes you read the english and like what (laughs) what like this is this is something else like 
this book isn't it's not a joke and the book will tell you no the crown will tell you that i am oh no 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 the crown has to come to tell you that i'm not a joke like this is a serious book like this is this is the wise crown no 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 this book is something else like it's just phenomenal literally oh gosh anyway i'm very happy with the crown um and it's been yeah it's been this i think it's been one of my like Ramadan highlights, if anything, like being able to sit down. I think my routine has been after everything in the day, <laughs> just sit here and read and read and read and read. And my strategy is to read more than the twenty days, thirty, twenty pages um a day because yeah. I think twenty pages doesn't necessarily allow you to finish. You're still gonna have to read a few more. And because I was behind I needed to catch up. And then I just kept kept on reading thirty, right? Which I think will allow me to finish. But yeah, Quran, Quran's phenomenal, Quran great. If you're not reading it, I highly recommend both boys and girls and everyone else. Uh, just just pick up the book and start reading. And I think for anyone also who doesn't want to read it, I feel like there are, there's a thing of people not wanting to read the Quran because you're not good. I think at least I know I experienced it for a period of my life where it's like, I'm not good at this book, like reading this. And like, if you're not good at something, you don't want to do it. But um you're not you're not willing to do it like i'll still do it but like nah right but the only way you're going to get better at something is just by sticking at it and keeping on going and i think if you've got pure intention or decent enough intention as to why you want to read this book then allah will facilitate that path for you and i think this i didn't even properly think about like reading the quran this month i just said okay this book is literally here and this is the month of the quran let's go and this month like this book is just it just made me so happy so yeah lovely i love it <laughs> and second question did i have ramadan goals and if so how are they going so i think the the correct answer would be for me to say yes i had ramadan goals and they're going fantastically um the realistic answer is that i didn't actually sit down properly and adequately to, to say what i wanted to do this month like i had ideas and i think it's really good to put your ideas to a pen and paper and i didn't do that like Ramadan really just snuck up on me so uh yeah my my ideas were my goals were vibes are more vibe like so i know i wanted to read the quran and i finished it this month and i think i'll be able to do that and then obviously then it x amount to charity but i haven't necessarily um i haven't necessarily been solid with it for different reasons like i didn't i think maybe if i'd written an amount and got the charity and this that the other then i would have been better at it but we've still got the last one day can't remember because i'm tired right now but we have still got time you know like last ten nights haven't come and the money i want to donate is still there so i will be able to do it and then yeah, other things as well, like I had ideas and, and wants and desires and I didn't I guess I didn't write it down and put pen to paper. So like now I'm here the day what is it? Tuesday was fourteen no fifteen. Around like day eighteen now. So a month has got past us, but there's still days left and so I'm gonna try and make the most of the days left. And I think despite not having like that detailed plan that I would have liked to have seen and relied on and been able to follow. I I won't say that my Ramadan has been a flop, um, especially with the the Quran I just mentioned. Right, like I think I've kind of done myself. Um, like I was looking at the pages, I was like, oh, what's up? You've read a considerable bit, <laughs> and you've still been able to do this in this way and that in that way. And so, I pray that Allah accepts it from me and from you people out there too. Whatever you're doing, I pray Allah accepts it from us and multiplies it for us. Um and yeah man makes it really good for us and my last question would is sorry as Ramadan comes to end what would you like to continue moving forward so yeah definitely the Quran definitely reading it and actually making conscious effort to read it because I think it's one thing to say yeah read the Quran regularly like read it every day and you like miss a day here miss a day there um yeah definitely looking at how to like build habits that I stick to because there's some things I stick to and there's some things I don't and so creating systems as they say to make sure you stick to things and then giving myself 
ways and reasons and what specific things. If I can keep on this high after the month, then even if I'm not reading as much uh, after Ramadan, it'll be good to know that I'm still reading in such a conscientious way. I think that's the term I'm going to be using. I'm reading in a conscientious, conscientious way as opposed to just reading, right? Um, and I'm really enjoying it. So I pray that I'm able to continue this afterwards. And it's reignited the desire to like actually memorize the Quran and to be someone to be someone who like holds the Quran in their heart and in their actions and in their in their demeanor. Like you want some you want to be able to not necessarily look at someone and see the Quran in them, but like I want to be able to be like, yeah, Allah said in I and chapter this, I this the the right? Like and even if I can't necessarily quote to that extent, I do like to refer back to the Quran and say, okay, Allah tells us to do this, and Allah tells us to do that. Um, and so the more that I know, the more I'm able to do that. And I, the more I enjoy doing that, the more I know, right? Um, and I guess with my charity goal, I guess being able to give and make a, like a habit again of giving is something I want to do. Um, I think as one acquires more in life, it's very easy to just, like, get yourself more things. And, like, it's great and it's nice and it's fun. And I don't think we should stigmatise spending on oneself because it is my wealth at the end of the day. But we know as Muslims that, like, this isn't everything. We shouldn't, like, centre our... We shouldn't centre ourselves too heavy on, like, material, financial like money things I feel like I want to put it out there because I may maybe people don't see that in me but yeah I think one of my, my charity goals was because I wanted to just be someone who does charitable things out of habits um so yeah definitely I'm gonna try and facilitate some habit there too um I've also been like writing a few things and publishing work <laughs> Oh, one day I will turn and do stuff on my socials at a consistent uh, rate and in ways that I've talked about and planned for. So, yeah, I've done a few writing things and I'm, I've really enjoyed it. And I want to continue doing stuff because I think I'm good at it and people enjoy it. <laughs> so why not? And I enjoy it, so why not? Um, Yeah, what would I like to continue moving forward? just all the good things right all the good things if I'm actually totally honest fasting this 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 month has been quite quite like hard uh been very back and forth and back to back to back to back this is a month that like my work wanted to push a lot of work so in some regard I've not been able to think and do as much but I still feel like in my head and my heart, like I've been able to do stuff. I don't know if that make, makes any sense, but I want to be able to continue this feeling throughout the, the year. And I think there's a thing of maybe romanticizing and like really sugarcoating everything. And I, I don't know how to describe this feeling that I've got, apart from the fact that I'm tired. <laughs> um, there's something, I guess it's, it maybe it's the Ramadan. I don't know. There's something I'm just like, yeah, I would love to continue this after the, the month. And may Allah. Allah knows what I'm talking about, you know, so Allah's going to help me out with that, okay? So, yeah, I want, I, I, what am I, what am I trying to say? What about you guys? What are your answers to my three questions? Hey, Assalamualaikum. Wow, Selda, that was insightful. I was like, Papa tuned in. <laughs> Maybe it's because I haven't heard from you guys in so long, being it, like, it's Ramadan and just what's it called all over the place but i'm just gonna dive straight into it so quran are we keeping up with it reading have your feelings changed this month um so i'm gonna be honest i've been terrible for quran this month very 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 terrible and the thing is is that i've been coming to an understanding about myself and the way i interact with information there's been like a lot of discussions happening in inside the house and stuff and i feel like I am relearning a lot of things about the way I do things and I don't know if this makes sense um, but basically I have a I don't want to say I have a negative relationship with the Quran because I 
don't I have I don't know how to put it into words but I have this kind of like I measure things by effort and time and, and, and how much effort and time something is going to take, right? And with the Quran, I've always put it down to not needing that much time. So I'll be like, oh, I'll get to it. Like, it's only going to take me 10 minutes. I'm going to get to it later kind of thing. Um, and so it's ended up down on my priority list. And it's me listening to your episode or your um, portion side. And I'm thinking, wow, I think my... I think I really just, I need to reevaluate my relationship with the Quran from a whole different angle. So it's not even like I dislike the Quran because I don't, I absolutely adore, I love the Quran, I love reading the Quran, I find it so interesting. So it's not like I have a negative relationship with the Quran, I think my perception of it and the value that I have placed of it at some point hit me through the left or right or whenever, I just, you know, just subconsciously just hit me and I never even realised. I think I've diminished the value of it in a way that I didn't really anticipate or I didn't really think about till just right now and so I'm kind of like I've always just felt like oh I'm gonna enjoy the reading Quran I'm gonna sit down and read the Quran I'm gonna do this and do this do this but it's always like an I'm gonna thing and it's never like let me do it right now because in my head it's like it's only gonna take me a pleasant amount of time so I'm just gonna read it then um so I think I need to like reevaluate my relationship with the Quran in terms of what I wanted to do this year was not necessarily read the Quran, but listen to the Quran because, again, I found that I'm very, very bad at reading. Um, one thing I should have done probably, which I'm thinking now in hindsight and it's not too late, is go back to a physical copy of the Quran because, again, um, things that come, e things that um, modernizing some things, um, things that have been modernized, such as like apps and stuff like the Quran is easily accessible. So it makes me feel like I can just open it at any time and just read. Um, whereas back in the day when you had to go get like your book and like sit down and like open it up and like, you know, the effort made it feel like it was a, a task. So I feel like this year I haven't, I, I feel like this year my relationship with the Quran regressed in a way that I wouldn't have expected and in a way that I couldn't have anticipated in that it wasn't outwardly negative and it wasn't outwardly bad. But on second thought and after listening to your clip, I'm thinking, okay, no, maybe there has been a change in my relationship with the Quran and I might just have to go back to the traditional roots of sitting down with a physical copy at my prayer mat after Salah and just reading. Not like, oh, I'm just going to like open my phone and read from that because then, even then, it's like, um, so when I read the Quran, I play a reciter as well. I don't just read it myself. I have a reciter playing in the background and I read along with the reciter and I've always kind of enjoyed it because I enjoy listening to beautiful recitations and um and at the same time i'd be like pausing to read like the tafsir and stuff like that so i feel like i didn't go into this ramadan with this kind of desire to complete the quran full stop i never i didn't really have that desire i just wanted to enjoy reading the quran i think that was the thing that i was doing this month um but then i think i also massively i didn't put because I didn't put it as a goal, I don't think I strived towards it like you normally would and that I'm going to try read the Quran, I'm going to try finish the Quran, so I'm going to bang it out. I was more so like, I'm just enjoying this thing. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Um, I don't know if like Kalima can comment. I don't know. I need to process these feelings. I haven't. I'm just, I'm just spouting off right now. I do feel as though... Um, based on what you've said i feel i don't know if i'm feeling like i didn't utilize this month to the best of my abilities when it comes to the when it came to the quran because that's what i'm feeling that's actually what i'm feeling i feel like i wasted the opportunity because i didn't set my, the quran as a goal um and i didn't treat it like a goal it was just let me read the quran and i'll just read the quran that was kind of like so i think i don't want to say flippant because i don't think i was flippant but um I just wasn't active. I think I was like passive. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I'm sad. I'm so sad. I don't know. Um, my feelings of the, about the Quran have never changed. The Quran's absolutely amazing. I love it. Um, it's like I, I, I did this thing where I wanted to sleep and I was struggling to sleep. So I played Bakara and I literally woke up. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. I woke up, you know, like the last few hours are like. Um, they're basically a da'a basically so I woke up and I remember um you know in that limbo between like half awake half asleep and I just remember like hearing it going I mean 
and then not realizing that it was like the sura that I had been playing while sleeping and then waking up towards like the final ending and then just going oh I mean and then reciting the end with the recital and then going I mean and it was like right before it was like a couple like 20 minutes before iftar when I woke up and I was just like wow like I, I don't know I just felt so at peace like I just everyone was like oh she's so hyper today I was just like no I just woke up refreshed like oh I, I don't know it was like the best nap ever um and then the other thing is like I kind of grew up also believing that like when it comes to crying you have to be 100% focused on it and I'm trying to um, unlearn that a little bit in that I would use other things as background when I could just when I think I should be using the Quran so I'm not going to say this is advice to other people because I don't I'm not 100% certain whether it's correct or not but I've always just felt like like I'm starting to feel like it would have been better for me to play the Quran as my background noise quote-unquote than to play like the things that I randomly play like my tv shows and all the random things because like having the Quran consistently playing in the background brings me so much ease and actually like really improves my focus on like the things that I'm doing and I pick up like a lot of like um recitations and random dyes and um you know like like I can just be listening to something I can like, I have not memorized the whole Quran but I can just hear an ayah and know the ayah because like I've played it so many times um and so that kind of like passive consumption of the Quran I think I was told you're not supposed to do that and so I I, I, do, I don't do that but now I kind of want to do that I want to have the Quran feature a lot more in various formats in my life besides just sitting down and reading my goal this Ramadan was not reading it really about finishing the Quran it's always been about building my relationship with the Quran but one day one Ramadan may last day in my life I would love to finish the Quran back to back doing Ramadan um it's just something I just never do like I just always I can play it back to back via reciters um but sit down and read it myself is something that I've just never been able to do um, and I always feel bad about it when everyone's like, oh, I read the Quran twice, I read the Quran three times. I'm like, I just, I just can't. I, did, I don't know. Um, I do know, but alhamdulillah, 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 moving on. Did you have Ramadan goals? And if so, how are they going? I did not have Ramadan goals. I came into Ramadan, actually, I don't know if it's a goal, but I came into Ramadan wanting to be spiritually cleansed, physically, mentally. I wanted my sins forgiven. Um, I don't know <laughs> how that's going. <laughs> Uh, um, first of all, I came into Ramadan needing the shayateen locked up because I just felt like I I need to know how to behave, basically. Like, I need, I need, you know, you just need a blank slate. Like, I needed a blank slate. I wanted, I wanted all my distractions to go away. I wanted to be able to focus. I, don't, I wanted to know clearly, like, what's me, what's not me. Um, so one thing that has improved relatively is my khushu, but I still like my mind still wanders here and there and it's gotten worse um again that's that's like a whole separate conversation which we'll have in like the fuller episode podcast but that's that's um that's actually improved my boss wasn't improved like my random um there are things that I can like literally like allocate to like okay this was definitely like shaitan's whisperings because that's not me and then there are things that have been like okay cool this is me so one thing that's happened is that i've been able to really focus on my problem areas with clarity which i think has been amazing for me because i've been able to know okay this is actually my floor full on um and certain things that i feel like was like giving me like clouded judgment and stuff like that like my mind's being all clear um and i think because of that i've been really thinking about how i can improve that my productivity my procrastination I've been, oh my God, fatigue has been crazy this Ramadan. So I've been hella tired. But even then, like, I've been able to rewire. And so I think a lot of things is that I kind of underestimated the mental, the power of mindset because I'm a very positive and pragmatic person and I'm quite driven. And so I kind of underestimate um and I not even understand I'm kind of blindsided sometimes by things because I would just not put it would just not be in my 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 view like I'll just be like that's not gonna happen um but this Ramadan because like so for example um like the negativity that shaitan can come with because I I see myself as positive I don't I underestimate the negative influence that shaitan can have on me 
Um, not like in terms of sin, but in terms of like mindset and mentality and the way that you think. And a lot of the things that I've been trying to rewire and being able to like build new habits around this Ramadan is like my thinking process around certain things. And it's it's so crazy because I really want to get into it, but I just don't know where to start. But it's almost like it's crazy how it's the little things that you underestimate. So for example, my okay, let me give you an example with the gym, right? You would think going to the gym in Ramadan would be a lot harder for me. But then, like, I've been going to the gym calm. Like, not that great, but I've been going calm. And so then I started to think about it, and I was just, like, outside of Ramadan, where I'm trying to, like, improve myself, um, you know, I'm trying to be more disciplined, I'm trying to be more... Um, what's it called i'm trying to you know be more focused health wise and i'm trying to be more uh, mindful of what i eat and stuff like that and i'm trying to be like better for my own well-being right and you wouldn't necessarily think that shaitan would have an influence on those things or i i wouldn't think anyways but then it's like it's so hard right you realize just how hard it is to eat better and to be more active and to go to the gym and to do all of these things but then for some reason and call it coincidence call it whatever but i actually just i truly 100 percent believe it's because the shaitan's been locked away this ramadan a lot of the things that i've been wanting to do i found myself i found it a lot easier like the mental um uh, taxing or taxation of the whole feeling of oh the gym is so far away oh i'm so tired i can't be bothered oh this this that and the rest that that's all gone like i can um counter that very easily it's not enough to for me to be like oh yeah so like i realized just how much of a mind bog like i have been in and i put it down to shaitan like i can only put it down to shaitan because the fact that the moment ramadan started it felt like a veil just lifted from my head makes me feel like there was a lot like even in terms of well-being in terms of health like you feel like shaitan only affects you when it comes to religion but i, I generally like i've come out of this feeling like shaitan can affect you on all small different things and there's definitely a ripple effect because i'm too lazy i'm too tired i'm too this i'm too that i'm not going to the gym to improve myself i'm not becoming disciplined i'm not becoming um you know i'm a procrastinator i am starting to feel a type of way because my to-do list keeps on getting backlogged and there's just so much for me to do i'm like everything starts to add up on itself and before you know that small tiny little thing becomes this massive thing because i feel crappy about the fact that i can't consistently achieve something so now i just feel like oh my god i'm so lazy i'm such a bum and i start to view myself in like a negative light and then it like snowballs right um and because like I'm I'm someone that powers through, it's like I'm just gonna power through, I'm just gonna keep on moving, blah, 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 yada yada yada. So that for me has been like a very it's been a what's that word? Like basically like I said, like the fog's been lifted and I've kind of rambled on because that was not the thing. So yeah, I did not have any random goals. Um I did not have any Ramadan goals besides kind of starting again and having a fresh start and feeling like oh my god i'm so crap now i want to be a better person and then learning that a lot of these feelings that didn't really come from me came from like these tiny things and just being able to have a blank slate made me feel like there's so much more i can do um other thing i wanted to do was get back on my um the car the car and i've been doing that a lot another thing i wanted to do was like get a couple of the ads answered so you know <laughs> i've been asking for a lot of things um and just like use the opportunity to do as much good as possible so i've been trying to i've been trying to do some good stuff so yeah that's my goals um as ramadan comes to an end what would you like to continue moving forward i think for me it's definitely the change in mindset it's going to be a lot of work um i'm really not looking forward to um continuously facing myself because all things are work right but um to, well to, to rewiring my brain but a lot of things i've i'm determined to rewire how i think about certain things so i'm gonna stop thinking oh this is too hard oh this is too long oh this is gonna be easy oh this is gonna be quick um, i'm gonna try to start thinking about things in this is the effort necessary in order to move on this is effort necessary in order to develop this is everything the affair of a believer is always good so it's not going to be this is this is going to take me five minutes so i'll do it later it's going to be this is something that i need to do so let me slot the time in do it now um this is not oh, this place is not far away, oh, this place is so far away, so I'm not going to go, it's, this is the effort necessary in order to achieve this, this is where we need to go, um, that's the kind of mindset I want to be in now, so I'm going to start, stop measuring things by effort, um, taken and put in value to things based on if it's easy, quick, um, I'm just going to, I'm going to attempt to have higher aspirations and a better work ethic, 
and I'm going to attempt to achieve the things that I need to achieve and not delay and not procrastinate and I'm going to attempt to do that by rewiring how I think about things so I'm not going to see things as quick easy simple hard long I'm going to try to think about things in this is the necessary task this is um, of good to me so I need to do it and I think that shift in my mindset definitely came from me being able to have that fog lifted think about things properly and um and I think it's going to benefit me when it comes to my dean as well because sometimes like there's one other car that you need to like subhanallah behind he's subhanallah dean you're supposed to recite that I think a hundred 200 times a day right and when I read it I'm like yo that's long but there was a time in my life when I could do that like I was literally I broke it down and I was literally doing it I think I was doing um 60 I was retiring at 60 so I'd do 30 at the beginning of my um tasbih and then 30 at the end so I was doing 60 after each salah right and I was doing that back to back for I, I want to say a good month at the very least but I think it was more than that and I always think about, oh yeah, I've done it before so I could do it again kind of thing. But now I'm trying to think of it as like, first of all, I know it's possible. But when I think about it, it's like, oh my God, that's going to be like 200. Like, wow, that's such a huge number. But now I'm like, yo, no, this is this is necessary. Like the reward for everything you do is ultimately good. So at the end of the day, this is what I need to do. And there's nothing bad about needing to do. I need to eat food is necessary food is not a negative thing there's not there's nothing negative about necessities um it's just part and parcel of life kind of thing and i think i'm trying to rewire my relationship with tasks in order to become a better more productive muslim so that's what i'm trying to do going forward i don't know if these are the answers to your questions but that's what i wanted to talk about today so ha <laughs> right next after me is Halima. really interested to hear your answers Hello, 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 so I am the last person in the relay and alhamdulillah it's been really, I've really enjoyed like listening to um, Nim's response and it was really insightful and I, I want to get into that, um, so let me just make a start. So the first question is in regards to the Quran, am I keeping up with it? Reading, have my feelings changed about the Quran in this month? And just to answer that question off the bat, absolutely, my feelings have changed for the better, alhamdulillah, because I've been consistent with the habit, or I've, I've, I've been striving to be consistent with the habit of reading the Quran. And I just want to touch on what Nims said in regards to... Um, how she has, how, how her relationship with the Quran has manifested this year, or how she's recognised her relationship with the Quran. And I just found it really, really interesting to just hear. And first of all, I appreciate how transparent you were about it. You know, not everything is, you know, in, in this month, every, things fluctuate. You know, things fluctuate, things, you can be up, you know, you can be down, you can be, you know, I've had, high energy days I've had very low energy days where all I want to do is sleep um and I'm just kind of you know trying to pull myself through it so yeah I think first and foremost got to appreciate that we're human beings so there was never going to be a 100% success rate in regards to you know energy levels the goals that we have for this month I think we ask in Allah for his forgiveness for his mercy and his grace and we have to give ourselves that grace as well, inshallah. Um, just be kinder to ourselves. But yeah, so I wanted to touch on them speaking about her approach to the Quran because what it did, subhanAllah, it just made me realise we all connect with the Quran in different ways because I'm a reader, you know, I love reading, I love books. And so I find, alhamdulillah, that when I start reading the Quran and I make it a consistent habit, I'm, I find it easy to read the Quran. Like I find it easy to set aside a few pages after Salah to read intentionally. I place a bookmark there so I know that I'm reading a set amount. But what I struggle with or what my challenge is, is with um, listening to the Quran. And I can say that like in all honesty, because I didn't realise listening to Nim that it's not a matter of not wanting to connect with the Quran, but it's that we have different ways like we have different approaches, we have different, um, we're just different, alhamdulillah, like we're actually genuinely just different. So I'm someone that I prefer reading. And so 
I can read, you know, a chapter, I can read, you know, however many pages I need to read and I can connect with it. But I find that I struggle to just sit down and just listen to the Quran. In, and, and, I, and I say that in regards to like first, um, I'd say longer than maybe like, if I say like 10, 15 minutes, like I've, it's some, sometimes I'm good with it in regards to like, I can sit and listen to a surah. Other times I need a break. And I know it might sound weird, you know, but in in the interest of being transparent. So Nim saying that her mind will wander when she's reading. My mind is very focused when I'm read, reading, but when I'm listening to, um, when I'm listening to recitation, my mind can wander. And so SubhanAllah, Allah's wisdom in everything is perfect. So it, there's more than one way to connect with the Quran, alhamdulillah. And I, and I find, what I find really beautiful is that we've both connected with the Quran. It's just that we both have done it in a different means. So it's not any better that I'm reading it or it's not any better that Nim is listening. It's that we're both connecting to the Quran, alhamdulillah. And I think that's the biggest blessing, um, especially in this, in this month. And it's just, yeah, just, just hearing that. I was just like, oh, because I've thought about it for the longest. I've never really voiced it in terms of just not being able to listen to the Quran for long periods of time. And I think, and I won't put it down to not necessarily growing up with the habit because I didn't, but I think when I was, I don't know, maybe when I was younger, I was able to, but now, you know, everything is so, so digital. So, um, yeah, everything's very digital and it's become more digital. And so I'm very easily distracted on the internet. I can say that, you know, hand on my heart, very, very easily distracted. Um, and so that's something that I still want to work towards, but I can also acknowledge that alhamdulillah, like when I read, I'm focused. And so my, my mind, I give myself, you know, a certain amount to read and then I can read that. Um, and, you know, the visuals of what is being, um, or I'm reading can really come to life for me, alhamdulillah. I can really connect with the words. Um, and so alhamdulillah, I think again, probably repeat this quite a few times but it really is like we we have different approaches but we're still approaching i think that's the biggest blessing and mercy of this month is that we still have this desire to connect with the quran and we just have different means to get there and so i ask i pray that allah just continues to strengthen us and continues to allow us to connect with the quran both in this month and once the month finishes i mean um, and so in, in regards to the keeping up with it, I think, again, if we acknowledge our humanity and then we acknowledge as women that when our time of the month comes, we're not allowed to physically touch the Quran. And so I think a good point to mention here also is that Nim mentioned reading the digital um, version of the Quran. And I think it didn't even occur to me because, <laughs> again, I love books. So when I read the Quran, I'm reading with a book. I'm reading the book in my hand. And, you know, there's no one is better than the other. However, I think if I could incorporate reading the Quran during the time of the month digitally, that would make a really big difference. And I think, again, it comes back down to just um, different approaches. Like, I find I just need to hold a book. And in on that note as well, like, in relation to that, I'm not big on audiobooks. <laughs> I'm not big on audiobooks. Um, and so I'm just someone that, I'm always, I always have a preference to hold the book as opposed to listen to a book. But I'm not knocking, you know, audiobooks. And it's still something that I'd, I'd like to try. Um, but I'm just so inclined to hold a book, to flip pages. And so that's exactly what it is for me with the Quran as well. Like I want to hold it and I, and I want to, you know, put my finger on certain lines and reread and just. And I think also because we're such a technological age, it would just be too much strain, like on a, in a you know, on a purely like physical basis. It would just be too much strain for my eyes, um, and so I think, for me, it, I'm better off with the book. But at the same time, incorporating the digital um, reading as well, inshallah. So yeah, I, I think that is that is good to have, um, and so yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that would pretty much... And so, yeah, my feelings, my feelings with this month. 
yeah, I think, alhamdulillah again, I think I mentioned that I feel positive about this month in regards to my feelings around the Quran. Like, I feel like my feelings have, I feel more connected to the Quran, alhamdulillah. And I know that's because when you are consistent with anything, you become more connected to it. And so, alhamdulillah, with reading the Quran more consistently, I won't say I read every single page. I, there's been times where, you know, I've not completed as much as I would like to complete, but I wish I've been striving and I feel like the effort has been reflected in how I approach the Quran, how I um, how I connect with the words, how I just seek to understand better and to just be spiritually enriched, inshallah. That's the goal. Um, so yeah, alhamdulillah, like feelings. And I didn't have negative feelings towards the Quran, like before Ramadan, but I wasn't as connected to the Quran. So I wasn't, I was not consistently reading as much as I could have been. And so now, you know, making it as with any habit, you know, if you haven't been reading consistently, you can't just jump into the whole thing um, without any kind of guidelines or, you know, just building up to it naturally. So Meryl reward the person who kind of um, came up with this idea, but I think, you know, and then Mansada would probably be familiar with it as well, is that they advise that when it comes to reading the Quran, there is about, and especially in Ramadan, and it's 30 parts, 30 days in the Quran, and so 30 days of Ramadan. And so with each part, it's, and I've been seeing this as well, it's more or less about 20 or 20 plus pages. And so then what you then do after each salah, ideally, is you would read about five to six or seven pages. Um, and so I did start implementing that. Alhamdulillah, it made a genuine difference. And so if I didn't do it after one salah, then I would just kind of like double up with another salah um, if I had the time. And so just it was really a matter of like adapting it as well. Um, playing around with it and seeing how it works for me but alhamdulillah just I think because actions are rewarded by intentions it just it's it's just felt very blessed alhamdulillah like reading the Quran and and reading it not just to finish like I don't believe in just kind of um because of course it would be it should be um preach that you should finish you aim to finish the Quran but it's a matter of understanding and, com and comprehension of what you are reading as well and I've, I've always been very intentional that I understand what I'm reading when I read the Quran. And so for me, Ramadan, I don't want to speed read. It would be very easy for me to just kind of read through it. But I want to read with the intention of understanding and with the intention of betterment, like internally and spiritually, inshallah. So I don't treat it like a, um, <laughs> a reading contest. I treat it like the holy book that it is and the book that I'm hoping that can, you know, that will inspire and shift, you know, my thinking, my perspective, which alhamdulillah it has done. Um, and it's just been, again, truly, it's been a good, it's been good, alhamdulillah. If, if anything, as I could say, with like great kind of, not necessarily, not necessarily confidence, but just contentment, that I genuinely was very intentional about reading the Quran and connecting with the Quran, alhamdulillah. So, the next question, did I have any Ramadan goals? And if so, how are they going? I too did not have any Ramadan goals. I think, again, I'm very, I think there was a time that I would have Ramadan goals, but when you don't reach those goals, which would happen with me, just become, you know, very upset and lose the kind of, lose sight of the fact that it's not just about reaching goals, it's about gaining taqwa, it's about gaining God consciousness, it's about drawing closer to Allah. And if Allah wanted us to, you know, this is not me discouraging goals, but if Allah wanted us to set goals um, in on a kind of individual basis, that would have been ordained, you know. But it says in the Quran that the month of Ramadan was given to us so that we can attain taqwa and God consciousness. And so I think as long as you are intentional about it and by all means plan but also don't kind of beat yourself up around about not having goals so for me I'd say the overarching goal was just to read the Quran more to pray Tarawee and I think the Tarawee goal um again I was very forgiving of 
um, very compassionate with myself, I'll say, because of course, in a pandemic, there is no communal tarawi, there is no going to the masjid and just connecting um, with other sisters. It is, in my case, um, a one woman job. And it, it was very, it was a very daunting, just like for me last year in all transparency, it was quite daunting to just feel like praying, you know, tarawee on my own. It just felt daunting. And so, alhamdulillah again, Allah is just the most merciful. It was, it was a mental shift in understanding that the salah is a, the tarawee salah is a blessing. It's once a month and it is genuinely, you know, a gift to be appreciated as opposed to an obligation or a burden to kind of dread. And so, yeah, alhamdulillah, I've been, I have been able to pray, pray the tarawee prayer. And when I do pray the tarawee prayer again, I've been able to, of course, when you're in um, Jamaa, you can't slow down the imam and be like, wait, I need to read this translation. <laughs> there is no, oh, and let me catch up. So I think that's an actual benefit of, if, of praying tarawee. Um, by yourself is that once you've read or recited the surahs or before you've recited the surahs then you can just um, you can read the translation first and foremost so that you connect with it deeper when you are reciting it and alhamdulillah I felt that deeper connection when I did perform the tarawih and then not to completely knock because um, I'm not knocking you know connecting with the Quran digitally so like I do have YouTube channels I'm subscribed to that have um, Quran recitation and everything. So what I did with a surah that I wanted to just refresh my memory of, what um, I literally played it on YouTube, listened to it. Like, it was, I think it was Surat al-Qadr. Yeah, Surat al-Qadr. And it was just kind of um, a bit shaky on the recitation because it had been a while since I'd recited it. So I, I went and I listened to a recitation of it over and over and over again. And I recited it over and over and over again. And alhamdulillah, when I now went to, perform it in my tarawi alhamdulillah like it i was able to perform it um clearly and from memory and understanding what i was reciting as well so i found that particular night i had read surah al-qadr um as i do like well yeah as i try to do with all the surahs that i'm reciting in tarawi so i read surah al-qadr the english translation and then i tried to recite to myself to see what i remembered then I logged on to um, YouTube and I typed in Surat al and this particular clip played about 20 times, like over and over again. And then what I now did was I took my Arabic Quran and I now had Surat al-Qadr open and I was just following along over and over and over again. And it just kind of reminded me of my Arabic classes when I was younger, alhamdulillah. Um, and I pray Allah allows me to inshallah continue to benefit and improve upon my arabic inshallah because it is it genuinely makes a difference and i think even in that small act it's it's a rahmah it's a mercy from allah to be able to just connect deeper you know so i think it's if you'd like to set ramadan goals by all means you know if you feel like you need the structure of the goals absolutely um but i think because of being in a pandemic the second year of being in a pandemic um i think it was just about having compassion and doing what i was able to do but being very intentional inshallah so hope that has answered the second question and then the final question as ramadan comes to an end what would you like to continue moving forward definitely consistently reading the quran english translation inshallah and also showing to learn Arabic, learn more Arabic, um, and to renew the Arabic I already know, and to just continue learning more Arabic, inshallah. Um, also with the morning Avkar as well, still striving to maintain the habit of it in this month, and to continue in the month, to continue it after the month is finished, I think would be, of course, very beneficial because it's full of Barakah, alhamdulillah. And so I think prior to Ramadan, I would do the morning Avkar like a few hours after Fajr, but then of course, in this month of Ramadan, I found that when I had eaten and then I prayed Fajr, I'd, I'd be like to myself, okay, it just makes sense to do the morning Azkar now because if you wake up, you're going to be distracted by things and then you're just, you're just going to go, you're just, <laughs> just going to kind of leave it to the last minute. So 
I would like to maintain the habit of doing my morning adhkar after fajr, inshallah. And just a little tip as well. I think I might have mentioned this, but when Nim spoke of doing the subhanallah wa hamdi and the astaghfirullah wa tubulayhi adhkar, you have to do it each one a hundred times. Um, I too, that was my challenge as well. But again, alhamdulillah, I think it's a matter of adapting to what works best for you in the same way that you listen to the Quran and your mind is focused and I read the Quran and my mind is focused. So with the with the um with the Avkar that you res- that you say a hundred times, I started I start my morning Avkar by saying them first and foremost. Um because I have the fortress of the Muslim dua book. It subhanallah wa bihamdi and astaghfirullah those um those Avkar come in I'd say midway or towards the end of the du'as that you're reciting. And I found that I, it really, my, my brain, <laughs> like it couldn't mentally take it. And I think because I haven't grown up with the habit of doing one and a car. So my brain kind of was very resistant to doing it. Um, and I'd kind of leave it off to the last. And it would just be, it would just feel like a major effort. But I found that, okay, I said to myself, if that's what I have the biggest challenge with, I should start with it. Like, as you know, um, they say, like, I think personal development, eat the frog first, you know, do the hardest thing first. And so that's my challenge. What I do now with my morning of car is I start with subhanAllah, he'll be hamdihi. And I start with, and I follow it up with astaghfirullah wa tubilayhi. So that by the time I finish my du'as, it's like I've really started with what I found the most challenging. So, Nim, if that would be helpful to you, I, I think it's worth trying, you know, like giving that a try. But also, I like what you mentioned in regards to doing um, the 60. So I can't remember how you, like, I remember, like, when you said it, I thought that's very clever as well. But I can't remember what it was <laughs> specifically right now. But yeah, I enjoyed hearing that as well. So I'm always open to tips. Um, and I think that's something as well to for me to look into as well, like how to kind of be more um, consistent and what, methods and yeah what different routines i could try with the morning of car inshallah just to maintain the consistency inshallah because i've genuinely enjoyed you know waking up for suhoor and praying fajr and doing the morning of car it, it's, it's been a, again a beneficially um beneficial routine spiritually so alhamdulillah and i hope my responses have been um insightful because I've, I've definitely you know, listening to Saud and Nim's responses, it's been just a pleasure. Alhamdulillah. So yeah, that's me and hope it was, you know, interesting for you guys.